Broadcasting live to the world now. It's Sheila Zelensky. This is a very sinister Luciferian eugenics plan. These spineless weasels preach what people want to hear. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. Sheila Zelensky. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zelinsky Show today. My guest today is incredible. He is truly one of the most powerful men alive today, and I don't say that with any hesitation. That is not some understatement either. He hails out of Denmark. He got booted out of Denmark for casting out demons. He is one of the most incredible, powerful real man of God that I know that actually walks in power and authority and is changing not thousands, millions of life all over the planet. And wow, for years, I've been talking about him. I'm recommending Pioneer School Bible Training. I read his books, The Last Reformation, and the other book that he wrote on Disciple or Slave. God is using him so powerfully. I cannot wait to introduce you to him and what he has been doing both in Florida and now in California because I myself want to be in California sometime in March and I want to travel down in the States and I plan on becoming involved in the school, the bilingual school that this guest is doing down in San Diego, California. I'm so excited for what God is doing in the United States right now. And I am really praying I can get out of this country that I live in under this communist dictator. And I hope, please be praying for me that I can get to the United States without you know what. So without further ado, we want to jump into the program right now. And I cannot wait. I've also linked a show I did with him eight years ago, and the rest is history. I can't wait to uh, talk to him again. So I want to introduce you all to Torben Sondergaard. He is the founder of The Last Reformation. You can find his information at thelastreformation.com. His incredible free Bible school is called The Pioneer School. He has a map where you can literally stick in your zip code and you can connect with other like-minded members of the true ecclesia, people that are doing salvation, deliverance, healing. They're actually living the book of Acts as Jesus Christ told us to. Wow, what a concept. And he's going to tell you way more about that. It is the one and only my friend, Torben Sondergaard. Torben, welcome to the program. It's such a pleasure to have you back on after all this time. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be back. So we're excited for what God is doing. First of all, Torben, tell the folks that have never heard from you, they don't know anything about the last Reformation, what God has been doing. Just give people a quick cold notes of your background here. I, I met God in 95. I came in church, loved Jesus, but I read the book of Acts and I looked at my life and I looked at the church and something was missing. Like... We didn't heal the sick, we didn't cast out demons, I didn't had the testimony of being led by the Holy Spirit as we saw in the book of Acts, in the Bible, in the early church. So in the year 2000, I fasted 40 days and I saw a breakthrough in my life where I saw people get healed and set free. And in Denmark, where I was living, 
at that time I was on national TV praying for the sick through secular TV and people got healed all over the nations and they called in and I was on TV again and we had a really good time with a lot of breakthrough in year 2002, 3 and 4 but then God took us on a journey again and this time it was seven year period where we lost everything somehow we got thrown out of our church my wife had some issues with fear i stopped traveling and i was just desperate god what is happening but out there in the desert we, we found jesus one more time we we saw things and one of the things god he showed us out there was the whole church system and culture we are also most part of there is killing the life and how we we are called to make disciples instead of it's a one-man show is something we all need to do and and out in the desert i really start to live the book of acts i i start to have experience like peter and the house of cornelius that that kind of experience where you are really led by the holy spirit and come into a household of people you don't know and all get healed and baptized and filled with the holy spirit and and we started to live that life, and it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And in the end of that period, around 2010-11, I wrote a book called The Last Reformation, where I shared about my experience, and I did a, a YouTube channel called The Last Reformation, our online pioneer school, our Bible school. And from there, it just exploded. It grew. People related to it. People experienced the same freedom we did and started to step out in ministry. and. And now we have like 140,000 subscribers on YouTube. We have books that translated to 15 languages. And many people all over the world have experienced the same freedom. We have coming out of a church system back to the full gospel into the book of Acts life led by the Holy Spirit. So it became a, it, it was a book in the beginning, but it became a, a movement that is in I don't know, over 100 countries and people are just taking it and running with it. So it had been an a interesting time. Well, I'll tell you what, we've had hundreds and thousands of people take the Torben Sondergaard's Last Reformation Pioneer School, which I'll link below. But it's grown, like you said, Torben, so much more than that. It's really grown into a movement. But you know, we have a situation now where you and I could have never believed. You and I both have talked about how the first New Testament church was, you know, we look at the church today, there's no comparison. I mean, today it's built on more paganism and just church culture and all this crazy cultural Christianity. But it's really imperative for us to take a real close look at, at the first church at, we read about in the book of Acts, what was going on and how they turned the world upside down. And it's grown into so much more than even to the last Reformation, the movie and what you have been doing and kickstarting and the map and how people can connect with people from their areas. But it's even so much more than that. And I really, I liken this weirdly, Torben, because now, I mean, especially since you're in California from very open Florida, and because we see these lockdowns and people are losing their job, they're getting into depression and fear. This is a really crucial time in history, wouldn't you say, Torben? Yes, it is. And Especially with what you say, people are losing their job. It's very interesting, actually, because for me, in our journey, I, I felt God, he spoke to me very clear one time and said, Torben, we need pioneers. And I was like, what is a pioneer? And God says, start a pioneer school. And it really came from God. And I did not know what a pioneer is, but a pioneer is somebody who's 
preparing a way and going in front, preparing a way for them. And this is what I really see God have, have done also in our life where we have been able to go in front in every year when it comes to how to share the gospel, when it comes to healing the sick, when it comes to casting out demons, but also when it comes to actually persecution and losing the job. Because I had a time in Denmark uh, where I experienced a lot of persecution. I got fired and I was desperate. And out there... I actually needed to learn to walk in faith and see that God was still my provider, even I did not have a job. And then a few years ago, the persecution came to a new level where, where the government came after me and, and changed the laws. And suddenly I was a criminal in Denmark because they did a mental violence law that if you cast demons out in front of kids and handicapped people, that is mental violence. And in Denmark, they wanted to make an example out of me with the new law. So I was on national TV almost every day in January, the month of January, two years ago. And it was very hard. I, I was shocked to go to a, a persecution on that level where you are suddenly criminal and the government came after you. And But it was also pioneering because when we end up leaving Denmark, we actually came to America seeking asylum. When I was in the airport in, in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands, in Holland, I felt God spoke very clear to me and said, Torben, what you experience is going to come over my people, but my people are not ready for it. I've called you to America to get my people ready for what is coming. So we left off our country, we lost our jobs, we went through many things, we experienced persecution level we never experienced before, coming to America, and God spoke, I'm sent you here to prepare my people for what is coming. And this is exactly what is happening right now. America is as crazy as I experienced Denmark was two years ago. And this is what we have been doing the last years in America. We are trying to prepare people for what is coming and saying, wake up. If you think persecution is only in other countries, you are wrong. And I would say the first few months, people did not believe me, but then, then everything starts <laughs> to happen. And, and now people are waking up and, and just want to say I've been there I'm gone through it I've lost my country I cannot travel again I, we can never see our family again it has been hard it's not fun but I want to say and that is the main thing God is faithful and we have learned that we have learned God is faithful and we also learned something else is needed and I would say what we see now I, I really believe that this shaking that is taking off right now it is going to lead to two things it's going to lead to a great falling away of the lukewarm but it's going to lead to a great awakening of those people who are serious those people who want it and are waking up so i really feel is for a time like this this is our time some of the things i write in my book the last reformation is about the church system and how the church system the, the american church the church we do it it cannot survive in times of persecution and we have seen that like we have seen many churches need to shut down because of the covid because of the restriction but i would say me and my friends and those we are work with we have gone strong like we were doing 10 revival in the hardest time ever with a thousand person 10 in chicago <laughs> when, when the lockdowns came and we all know <laughs> the news and we wow. then went to new hampshire and, and they were flying with an airplane over our head and sending out drones and taking pictures of us and warning signs and police came with fines and it was a mess but it was beautiful at the same time and and so i really believe that let's say like that i got a prophecy many many years ago a, a prophet came to me and and he said that this church is system is like a big ship that is going down 
it cannot survive. But God is calling people out from that ship to create a lot of lifeboats. So when the big ship is going down, there's people ready to save those who's going down with the ship. And this is what we are seeing happening in America right now. There is many groups of people that are forming, people who just love Jesus, who love the word, who just want to live the life. And it's really happening all over. And uh, it's not what you hear in the mainstream news, but it's happening right now. Absolutely. And that's the problem is because of the media, Torben, and because of, you know, we're aware of the way that Satan blinds the eyes of the people of this world. But there's never been a time in history, Torben, where, and again, you know, we've both been kicked out of countries. They told me if I go back to the States, I understand that, that I'll never be able to come back to Canada either. So I understand that. We've had a lot of censorship. We've had three YouTube channels taken down, a total of 500,000 subscribers over six years, taken down on many platforms, talking about subjects that aren't pleasing. Paul said that the tickling ears scripture, and look what happened when, what well, I don't know about in the States right now, but there's still churches, Torben, the church. I'm not talking about the ecclesia. I'm talking about these buildings are still closed down. Who would ever have believed that these cowardly pastors would run away? Isn't that amazing to you that it's crickets chirping about any of this stuff in the pulpit? The way I, if, if you look at, I often use China as an example because China is one of the most beautiful examples when it comes to the underground church and how they are now sending out missionary. But yes. that is in a country like China. That's very, very bad. A lot of control, but it's still growing the church. And one of the things that happened in, in 1949, in 49, there was the Mao who came and took over and he really persecuted the church. He really came after the church and wanted to destroy Christianity in China. And what was the result? 80% of everyone who went to church, they fell away. But he actually helped the church somehow because when those 80% fell away, you ended up with the 20% who was devoted disciples, those who was ready to pay the price, those who really wanted Jesus. And when they then came together, explosion happened. And I see the same is happening now. There is there is a, a thing that do that people fall away, but but I would not say they're really falling away. They, they were never there in the first time. But when they're not there, it becomes more clear who are really living the life. And when those people who live the life come together, beautiful things are happening. So it's, it's nothing new around the world. It's, it's new in, in our Western countries. It's new in America. It's new in, in Denmark and Europe. But other countries have been here before and God have really worked through it. And often the church has strived and grown under persecution. And, and this is just what we see. But it is surreal to experience the way it's happened because we, we didn't expect it to happen this way. Well, Europe is really bad. You left Europe. You left that nightmare system. Tell me about America and how you're feeling, you know, as you've, again, you've traveled 42 states, big chunk of my audience is American. What are you feeling like is important for Americans right now, Torben, especially down in California? I, I would say like American Europe is, you, you can almost not compare it. Let's say like that in, in Denmark, I've been out in evangelizing for 20 years. In those 20 years, I don't think I almost met anyone who was a Christian. <laughs> Everyone was atheist. Everyone wow. was denied. They, they were not a Christian. It, it's just how it is. In America, Everyone is a Christian, if you hear their confession and, and what they say. But when you then go a little deeper and look at their life, you see that it's not like that. And I think when you come from Europe, it's a big shock. 
is, is a shock because you come and, whoa, everyone is Christian, everyone loves Jesus, they go to church, hallelujah, this is beautiful. But then when you go a little closer to them and look at their life, um, you're like, what? You are not living that at all. You are a hypocrite. You're only living that on Sunday. What What is happening? And I think that that is a culture shock when you come here, that the life is very different. There is a culture in America where it's almost famous to be a Christian and people go around with Jesus t-shirts and it's, it's fine and it's different from, from this. The, the danger in America is that it's difficult to find real Christianity because I often say if you really want to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ, you need to live so totally different than anyone else around you who call themselves Christian. Because there's just a totally different way of living where you are living so loud for Jesus. And what we have seen in America, especially the last year, we have seen many Christians get born again. Really, like Christians get born again. People who was in church, who loved Jesus somehow, but they were not truly born again. And stepped into this life and i just to show, share a story of how it it happened seven years ago i was in in toronto there in canada and there came a guy up from ohio to my kickstart and they uh, loved jesus they have been in church for 25 years he was even ordained in a church but they never heal a sick they never cast out a demon they never baptized anyone to christ they never really lived the life that they, they just went to church they came to the kickstart, it transformed their life. Like really, they it was a 180. They started to live this life. And they started to preach Christ. They started to heal. They say, cast out demon, was led by the Holy Spirit. And the next six years, they baptized around 250 people. And they are our friends now. And we they have two Baptist tops in their, in their house where people come by and, and to buy things or sell things. And they end up getting born again and set free. And so they baptized 250. That is 250 more than the first 25 years. Last time I did a road trip across America, I met one of those people they had baptized. And it was a family actually for, for Los Angeles, from L.A., and that family have been in church for 20 years. Again, go to church, love Jesus somehow. But they're like typical Americans sometimes, I think. Go to church, do the church thing, go home, drink a glass of wine, and then criticize the past and how everyone was doing it wrong. But there was no life in them. Like the kids was not living the life. They were not living the life. But they got in contact with my friends. And they repented. They got baptized. The whole household got set free. That family, the last year, they have baptized 80 people in their baptop. And that is 80 people more than the 20 years they were in church. Then last time I came to America, I met one of those 80 they baptized. And there was people who grew up in church and their husband was actually the pastor's son. And they have been in church their whole life, but they did not know Christ. They were not born again. They didn't speak in tongues. They haven't the Holy Spirit. They haven't healed sick, cast out demons. But they got baptized and set free to that couple. And the last two months, they baptized 13 people. So here we see that movement going on. It started with one couple, and out of that couple, there's 250. One of those couples of those 250, out of that couple alone, there is 80. Out of that 80 people, one couple alone, there's 13. And here just see a movement where it's growing and 
And it's not, it starts with Christians who are getting born again, but then when they live their life, it becomes the vacher, it becomes the guy who delivers things with Amazon, it becomes people they make on Chet Filet, it becomes everyone who suddenly starts to meet God. And there is a movement of that's going from generation to generation to generation of people who are living this life. And this is what we really see in America right now. We see a lot of church people who are getting born again and then they become fish of man and fruit is happening. And therefore it's also going really fast in America right now because there is so many of those people out here. There is so many church people who really need this and somehow is longing for it, but they just don't know how and where to find it. Absolutely. And here's the deal, Torben. I think this is important in what you said. And don't forget that Jesus said this, if any man come after me, you're supposed to not only lay down your life, but you cannot be my disciple if you do not take up your cross daily. You cannot follow him and take, you know, if you're not going to take up your cross daily and follow him, you cannot be his disciple. So the persecution that we should come to expect, suffering, sacrificing, taking up your cross, Jesus said, if you're going to come after him, you will be persecuted. So in today's churchianity of America, you have this real incredible problem that you just mentioned. Everybody says, I'm a Christian, but just in my own way. Because to be a Christian in your own way, that's impossible. I don't see that lining up with the Bible. Just tell me how blessed I am. Torben, just tell me how fat my bank account's going to be. Tell me I'm not going to have any problems. God just wants to bless me. God is a sky-bound, wish-granting genie that bestows cash and cars on his followers. There's something very wrong with this, isn't there? It is. Especially in America, I would say, because it's so strong a con- culture in America and, and the American dream have, have crept into the church and that is the main message. But you, you don't bear fruit of that you, and you don't experience the, the true joy because there is really a way where we serve our Father who's in heaven, where we are seeking first his kingdom and doing his will and his righteousness and then see how yes there's a place where god bless us but our focus is him and his kingdom and it is a deception america is is known for many good things but but it is a deception and i often think of now we talk about california i, I met some um, jesus pe- pe- people the other day some of those who was part of the jesus movement uh, in the 70s and uh, a group of people who are around 70 years old, they were part of them. They actually know Cliff Green. He was staying in their house. And it was really amazing people I was with. And, and it was interesting because what I saw there, and, and, and I see that, that every time there is a true movement of God, there is a system coming in who tries to try to control it and put it in a nice box. And then you kill that life. And and that was what happened with the Jesus movement that time, that, that it became, it needs to fit into that control, that system, that box. But what is happening right now is when we have persecution, when we need to go underground, that box will not be there anymore. So when a move of God really starts and we start to live that life, there is not one man who can control it because we don't have the buildings and the meetings and the place where we can put everyone. So we need to let go. We need to let go of it and trust the work of the Holy Spirit. And then it will be a movement that will be meeting on the ground. And on the ground don't mean that it's, it's in a basement. It just means it's in the homes. It's wherever people are. And you cannot shut it down because it has no, not one office and one main building. And, and I think everything that's happening right now, if you look at 
America, we have the uh, Azusa streak like 100 years ago, and then we have like many years later, the Jesus movement. And now we are longing and we are standing in a time where we need to see a new move abroad. And I think the persecution would actually help us to not do the same mistake everyone else is doing, is trying to control it and let go of it. And that goes alongside with the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people, especially in the area where you're at, because you have Hollywood there. You know, people have good incomes, they pay high rent, they're slaves to their house, their job, they're slave to a system that's keeping them very much demonically oppressed, but they don't sew into a ministry, they don't really see ministry as, you know, there's something very twisted, like, and I really believe that's a demonic thing, because as you know, Torben, we're very few people will cast out demons to that's been totally not taught in the church either. But um, what's really important? What is the message right now? And what's your lineup of things in California, Torben? Yeah, for us, I would say we, we came to America two and a half years ago, and then God called us to uh, North Carolina, where we had something called the ARC, our training center. And we were there one year, and that was really to uh, to build up a strong team. And and when we left the ARC one year later, God said, go out and multiply and cover the earth. And and that was what we did. So we went out and we started to multiply, where we sent some people to South Carolina, some people to Tennessee. We went with some people to, to Florida. And we have been in a season of really multiplication, where we have seen uh, many house fellowships, many groups start all over America. And, and there I saw the team was really doing good in Florida. And, and I felt God, he spoke to us about stepping out of it to really let people take responsibility themselves. Because again, I don't know how long time I can be in America. So I don't want people to be dependent on me in that sense. So uh, we, we start to step out and then God start to speak to us about Latin America also. And uh, we were like, whoa, Latin America, and, and we need to go to Mexico. And, and, and God put that in our heart, but we, we cannot travel because our papers and there's the restriction now with the mandate uh, vaccine to come in. And so, so I was like, God, what is happening? You're talking to us about Latin America, but I cannot go. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck in America in that sense. And, and then God starts to speak about California, that we should have a base in California, and my focus should be being in California and, Ameri- and focus on America, but at the same time, we should train people here and send people over the border. So our focus is to do a bilingual school. We do a new training school here in the beginning of new year that will be bilingual, where we do Spanish, English, so we can focus on Latin America at the same time and focus on America. And one of the things I really see very, very strong is that it's really time to send people. There's that sending out, there's that time to go and multiply because also when you look at mission and travel, already now there is many people who cannot travel anymore because of the restriction. And if you look at the time we are living in right now, we don't have a lot of time. It's really time to be serious. It's time for those people who have been sitting down and dreaming about going full time or stepping into ministry for for 15 years, you cannot sit 15 years more, then it's too late. You need to stand up now and step into it. And and I know of many of my friends uh, who have been fired because of the COVID thing now. And the beautiful things is actually, for many, it's the best thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> I know years ago, I got fired in Denmark. It was the worst thing. I was crying when it happened. But I am so thankful that I got fired today because it pushed me in 
to the ministry into what we are seeing now. So I really feel like we need to have an even stronger call to mission, a stronger call to go. And mission can be abroad, but it can also be in America or Canada, but it's time to go. I just gave out a video uh, yesterday with people from Canada who have started to go across Canada with RVs and motorhomes. And yeah. and, and we, we have two teams nowadays. Another team, I will come out with a video dot, uh, in a, in short time. But we have we see so many teams of group of people who are leaving their job who are leaving their homes, who are doing something that in the sense seems very, very radical and moving together in communities and, and then starting to live that life or going from city to city in RV and trailer. And I know at least 20, 30 people around me who now have an RV and a trailer and are on the road. So I feel that everything is being shaken. And, and I think with the shaking, there's a big message to all of us. And that is time is short. And we want to have something to show our Lord Jesus when he come back. So this is what I feel like it's really, it's all there. Everything is revealed. Like there's nothing new under the sun. Everything is happening already now with healing, with deliverance, with the full gospel, repentance, baptism, water, Holy Spirit, discipleship. It's all happening. But now it needs to be multiplied. It needs to come out to everyone who say yes to the call to follow Jesus. And I think this is what we are going to see more and more. Like one of my friends, he worked as an immigration officer in, in Miami. And he got fired because he didn't want to take the shot. And it's so beautiful. I'm like, he got a trailer and he's out on the road now making disciples. And he's just one example. So I'm actually just giving out a new teaching series also now. I'm talking about living by faith and about working in our father's business. And as Jesus said, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. And then we should pray the Lord of the harvest to send out workers. The word sent out workers, the word sent is the same word that is used in driving out demons. And we know the demons do not always want to go, but they have to go in the name of Jesus. They can be stopping, but they have to go. The same way we Christians don't want to go. From where? From our workplace, from our everyday busy life, from our safe zone. We don't want to go. And if we don't want to go, we need sometimes to be driven out. And I think this is what is happening with restriction, with rules, with shaking that's taking place. That people are being dri driven out to the call, to, to what God actually had put in them. And this is what we are seeing right now. That is the main thing for us to train, equip, and send out. Train, equip, to send out. There's a very robust audience that is in California. Yeah. Talk about why these events. This is so important right now. So take some time and I'll just open up the mic. Yeah, I, I just one, one more thing in, in everything that's happening. Also, if you talk about LA and Hollywood, in Denmark right now, one of my friends, they've actually seen around 150 new age come to faith. People totally new age who sell everything, who burn their things and come to faith because they also see everything that's going on now with COVID and what the government is saying. They see is lies, but they don't know where to go otherwise. And then they come to those people who are really living this life. So there is a big, big group of people out there who are not in church, who don't know where to go, but see the same thing we are seeing that there is agenda going on. And I believe we are going to see a big 
harvest amongst all of those people who are waking up. But the challenge with the harvest is that the workers are few. Like we have people every day who are reaching out to us. I want to be baptized. I want to get so free. And and it's like there's so much work to do, but the workers are few. So here we are sitting with the harvest and the workers are few. At the same time, we are sitting having people in church who are sitting on the big behind and don't know what to do and where to start. And so for us, we really want to be a helper for people to get started. We want to just give vision, give ideas, give people a platform where they can step into ministry. And we already have set up different tools. We have a we have a kickstart package, a way to train people to get them kickstarted to heal the sick, cast out demon, preach the gospel. We have a house church concept where people can take the material and start to do house, group, house groups. We have seen 150 house groups start the last year in America and it's growing now. And it's really multiplying and, and start that. We, so we have a lot of resources and it's all on the lastreformation.com. And there is a page there, how to start where you can go in and where are you in your life? Are you not born again? You need to start there. Are you born again but have not learned to heal the sick, cast out demon and preach the gospel? Then that is your next step. Have you done that but don't know how to disciple people? Then that is your next step. So for us, it's really being a a tool, an area where we train and equip and give people the tools. So I would say to people in California and all over America and Canada, like don't sit and keep dreaming about bearing fruit the harvest is ready the harvest is plentiful go and take the tools use it use the tools i often say about our movies the last reformation the the beginning we had three movies i often say to people at a kickstart hey go home invite friends neighbor over and say let's see a movie the only thing you need is popcorn and a coke and then a place to baptize afterwards and (laughs) and people always laugh because it seems so simple but it's happening it's actually happening we have so we have hundreds of stories of people who, who invite friends and neighbor over and say hey let's see a movie they do the popcorn and coke they put the movie up and people get so convicted and then they go and cast out the demons they heal them they baptize them something they've never done before so so i really say everything is already there but you need to take it you need to run with it it's your responsibility to do something about it if if you do what you always always have done you end up with what you have now so if we want to see fruit and want to see a different, want to show something to our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes back, we, we need to be active in it. Don't be lazy, but really work in the kingdom. And those who work <laughs> and use the right tools, they will see fruit. So I would say connect with us. Go to largefaithmission.com and the information will come out uh, very, very soon about beginning of January and, and uh, our plans here. Well, and I'd also really recommend, Torben, for people to go on the map and really get connected with some folks down there already. I remember when I first watched you, the very first year I ever saw you, I think it was when you first did come out of the box. And I'll never forget when you had the sunglasses on. And, you know, it was so amazing to hear somebody that was such a young guy like you. I mean, you're only still in your 40s. You have a young family, a beautiful family, by the way. And what a blessing, though, to be able to be you so incredibly by God look at how much things have grown just what God has done through these kickstarts and the fact that people are coming out of the box did you ever think you would be here that God would open so many doors 
No, but but you know, it's, it, I, I'm always frustrated because I know there's more. <laughs> and I think this is how it should be, that longing to see even more. But but it, it is beautiful. And I think for me, for what we are seeing, it, it is really a movement. And every place we come in America, we meet people who are just, who have got their life changed. And I think none of us know how big it is before that day we stay in front of our Lord Jesus Christ. And and I want to say thank you to you also, because like when you asked me to join your program here, if I want to join, I had no hesitate about it. I was like 100% yes, because I cannot tell you how many times people have come up to me after baptism, after I got set free and say that they heard about me through your radio. So I think your radio has really changed many, many people. Like I I know of so many people I have been part of seeing coming, get their life transformed. And it started with, with, they heard about me in your radio. So, so we are all working together. So it's also your fruit. It's all of us who's part of what God is doing right now. Wow. Well, praise the Lord. You know, we, I don't think you are going to know Torben until you get to heaven, really the impact that we make, because again, you know, especially in a time it's so exciting because I had a guy say to me one time oh I wish I could talk to Paul the Apostle and I said Paul the Apostle is going to want to talk to us what was that like you know during the return of the Lord Jesus Christ I mean we could see that in our lifetime Torben come on it is it is and, and I, I, I will end up with this quote I think is is very sane for I have it in my book and I also have it in my movie and, and that is this that Christianity started in Israel as a movement. It was a body of believers who were living the life, the book of Acts led by the Holy Spirit. So it was a body of believers. Then it came to Greece and became a philosophy. Then it moved from Greece up to Rome and, and became an institution through the Catholic Church. Then it moved all over Europe and became a culture. And then it came overseas to America and became a business, an enterprise. So it started as a body, but it ended up as a business. But if you make a business out of a body, that is prostitution. And Jesus is not going to come and get a whore. He's going to come and get a bride. And he's coming soon. And, and I really see this. And many of us grew up. For me, I grew up in Christianity as a culture, culture Christianity. Many grew up in Christianity as a philosophy or Christianity as an institution, something you go to or, or it became a business or, or everything else. But Jesus is going to bring us back to the real life and he is going to come back soon. And before he come, I truly, truly believe that he will make us a beautiful, beautiful bride and there will be a reformation in the church that is going so much deeper than anything we have ever seen before. Where it is the book of Acts, but I will see even more than that because it's all over the world this time. So so I would say Paul and Peter, John and James, all of them, they, they live something, but we are also going to live it. So So let's be excited for that. Jesus said something very, very shocking in Matthew 7, 21. And he said at the very bottom, and I will say unto them, because didn't many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we mm. talk about the seven mountains we're going to take over? You know, the Nar, didn't we cast out demons? We did all these many wonders. And Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. So it's really important that we understand that you're right. There is a latent of the hour we have to be about our father's business because you know we want to hear those words well done my faithful servant don't we 
Yeah, we, yeah, and I would say every move, let's say like if you go back to John the Baptist, the first word that came out of his mouth was repent. Yes. If you go back to Jesus, the first word was repent. If we go back to Peter, the first word was repent. We often say believe. No, we need to come back to repentance. And I believe in deliverance. I believe in healing. I believe in the baptism, water, and Holy Spirit. But if repentance is not there, the baptism would just be a pool party and the Holy Spirit would not show up. But the repentance, the holiness, the repentance is the foundation. And and this is what we are seeing right now, the repentance and the fear of God. And and fear of God, when, when that is coming on the church again, we will see miracles like we have never seen before. Yes. And I think this is... This is coming because also with the shaking that's going to take place, it, it, it brings a fear of God because it, it reveals all of us that we are living in the end times. Like, I guarantee you so many more Christians have been reading Revelation the last two years than they have done the last 15 years because we want to go back and see what is going to happen in Revelation, how it's going to end because we know that end is near. So I think I re- uh, everything, and also as you said there with, we don't want to be deceived. And I'll say to all who are listening out there, Jesus did not come to save us in our sins. He came to save us from our sins. He came to create a new man. He came to give us a new heart. And then he came to set us free from our past through the baptism to Christ. And then he gave us the Holy Spirit. And he's holy. And he was teach us the truth. And when the truth said come, we will be free. And so there's a freedom from sin. There's a freedom to walk with Christ. And for everyone who's listening, it's, it's not enough to just have the confession. You, you need to live the life. So examine your heart and make sure that you are truly born again and walk in the light. And don't be deceived. Amen. Well, Torben, let's take a couple minutes and pray for the people. Let's also be holding up California in prayer that people would get out to these events, that the Lord would just really open doors for Torben. Let's really be supporting Torben's ministry. Folks, there has never been a ministry. I support it myself. I have for years. I do a monthly reoccurring. I am asking people, if you have the means, get behind this incredible man of God. I can truly tell you he's the real deal. Get out there in California and get behind this ministry and help out folks. Like Torben said, the fields are white. Torben, let's pray and then I'll get you to give out your website at the end the last time. Yeah, God, we thank you for everyone who's listening right now, God. God, we pray that you come with your Holy Spirit, God, and a deep, deep conviction in the heart, God. God, those who are living in sin, God, those who are not living right with you, God, and they know it. God, come with your Holy Spirit, God. Come with your Holy Spirit, convince them right now, God. God, let them not be deceived, God. Let them not stand in front of you one day and be thrown away, God. God, let them come to that deep, deep conviction and cry out to you and and come to fully repentance, God, and experience the new birth you have for them, God. And we pray for everyone else, God, who who have you, who are born again, God, but but they are not walking as disciples, God, and they are longing to bear fruit. I want to say it's for all of you out there. It's, it's for all of you. If you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're young, if you're old, we are all called to bear fruit. And God, I pray that you would create that deep, deep longing and you will help them and you will guide them into this wonderful life, into this amazing life we read about in your word, the life we read about in the book of Acts. God, come with your Holy Spirit all right now, God. Come and set them free from ideas, from lies, from our enemy that say they cannot bear fruit and there's nothing more than what they have. God, there is so much more, God. Come with your Holy Spirit over everyone who are listening, God. And we just pray that there will be so much fruit out of this program because of the 
those listeners who just take this word and change something in their life, change what they need to be changed so they can be disciples who follow you, Jesus. Come with your Holy Spirit, oh, everyone. Touch them, bless them. In the name of Jesus, we ask you. Amen. Well, folks, uh, the information is linked below. I want every single person to get on the phone, invite some people out to these back-to-back weekends in California, clear your schedule. The information's below. I'm praying that I will be in California as well to really rally the people out there as well. There's so many things happening right now in California. I really believe that we're going to have a, you know, people talk about revival all the time, but that's where it started, Azusa Street Revival. You know, I am asking the Lord. I'm just deeply praying. I have a real heart for California. And I'm asking people, you know what, share this video, share this on social media, invite some of your friends out to the kickstart, be watching for updates, go follow Torben on social media, especially his The Last Reformation page on Facebook, all that information's below. Torben, thank you so much for being used by the Lord. What an incredible journey it's been for you. I'm just so privileged to call you my friend. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you in the very near future my friend god bless you yeah thank you very much and let's bring coffee when you come to california oh yeah i'm gonna bring some coffee from canada (laughs) and i'll say to everyone out there again is if you go to tlrmap.com you you can find things that's happening wherever you are listening also if you're outside america there is schools there is kickstarts there is groups near you so connect with the local people you cannot live this life alone we are called to be a body and work with believers who have the same heart the same mindset and so connect with people and connect with us to the last there you go folks up on your screen you'll see it for the people watching the video and it is linked in the description like torben said there's a worldwide map punch in your zip code you'll get all information connect with people and stay tuned for more updates god bless you folks thank you torben thank you folks that was torben sondergaard the last reformation His YouTube channel is The Last Reformation, also known as TLR. His Kickstart package, you got to check that out. This is a must-watch set of videos. It is seven videos, and there's a Kickstart package. Videos on how to heal the sick, how to cast out devils, how to set people free, how to speak in tongues, how to get people baptized in the Holy Ghost. I mean, folks, you've got to check out these videos. Very powerful. Go check that out. They're linked below. And if you want to look up Torben, it's T-O-R-B-E-N Sondergaard. S-O-N-D-E-R-G-A-A-R-D. Torben Sondergaard on Facebook. I've linked his pages below, the Last Reformation website below. Go look in the description below. And if you're in California, want to get out to these events, go check out thelastreformation.com. It is a wealth of information. Torben is back after 30 days. He put almost 7,000 miles, over 150 baptized, met many incredible people. They experienced powerful things. He has arrived back in Southern California after a road trip across America. He was 30 days. Folks, get behind this ministry. Lives are being transformed. Go check out the Kickstart videos and have a Kickstart in your community, folks. When you go to thelastreformation.com, click on upcoming events. You'll see a bunch of events that are happening in March, in April. It is amazing. You can install their app. 
kickstart.thelastreformation.com. Check out all their available resources. You can find a lot of answers to questions and how to host your own Kickstart event and see fruit. Step one, you watch all those seven lessons. Step two, you order the workbook bundle and you can go to thelastreformation.com. It's up on the books tab. You invite people and you host your own Kickstart and you see lives being transformed is what happens. And then those people that come out of that, they go Kickstart and they share it and it just springboards from there. It's so exciting. Experience that yourself and join the Pioneer School and get signed up for your own Kickstart event. Folks, it's important. And check out the upcoming events. Also, when you go to Torben's website, when you click on the tab Join, there says Kickstart Weekend Online Schools. You can see the Kickstart package in the Online Pioneer School. And then you can also see the map. You can also find upcoming events, folks. The Luke 10 School is Vista, California. It starts March 21st. It's for two months. I myself am going to register for that. Get over there and do this, folks. It's really, really important. What's it like? The Luke 10 School? Well, you're going to find out. It's a seven-week school that is life-transforming. And that I want to go to because guess what? It's going to be amazing. And it's also bilingual. And we want lots of Latinos, lots of Hispanics. So let's get going on this, folks. I look forward to seeing you out there in California for the Luke 10 School in Vista, California, starting March 21st. We'll see you soon, folks. God bless.